super, super cool episode today with Mr. Mike Adams, professional football player in the league, 16 years, two-time Pro Bowler. Mike, two welcome time. to the podcast. Thank Hi, you. Mike. Thank you. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it's, I mean, sad to say, you were supposed to come here last week. Yeah. But yeah, I was supposed God to come. You were in a car accident, but yeah. thank God everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fine. I got T-boned. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm good. He was good. And, you know, we just move on. It's all right. Yeah. Got, did the cop my... recognize you? He did. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that, did. Did Mo tell you that? Or I told yeah, you Yeah, Mo, no, Mo told me. Mo's a snitch. He just tells everything. You leave the dealership with their rent, their car and you get hit. No, I mean, so I, I had it for about a week. And, um, and I'm driving to go see Mo. <laughs> So he's Mo. And guess what? <laughs> and then I um, and then I'm making a left turn, and then I just got I got hit from the side. But I, he was healthy. He was good. I was good. So I, I yeah, just, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, um, um, it was it, it was actually a, um, a, a not a rental car, but a dealer's the car, dealer right? Car. Yeah, yeah. So it was a guy who hit you. Yeah. Imagine if he got out and like try to come at you, not knowing who you are. He did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. He got that angry? He yeah. got I calmed him down real quick. Though. Oh boy. Real quick. What by by what? Getting out of the car? Uh yeah, once I got out and then he saw me, then I I, I just gave him a look and I, I said a few things. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> and he decided that he didn't want to take that path. Nah. He didn't yeah. want to take that road. Okay. Well, that, listen, that's a good thing. That's yeah, a good thing. absolutely. But the best part that's about it is happened. that uh Mike showed up today and he's a local product. You know, right yes. out of Patterson, and it just goes to show that like talent is everywhere, and you just have to want it enough to get from where you started to uh, to the pinnacle of uh, the, the the professional levels, and that's what this guy did. He yeah, was, I definitely uh, want to talk to Mike about yeah. mindset. So if you, if you could just like give us a little bit of your background and you know the love of the game, and when you when at an early age did you actually know? that you were different and that you had more ability than some of the other kids around you? Uh, so born and raised Patterson, New Jersey. Um, I grew up on Godwin and Carroll, uh, drug infested area, uh, seven brothers and seven brothers, one sister, it's seven of us all together, six boys, one girl. Uh, and we all just played with each other. We played with each other all the time. We played football, and I wasn't even the best one. You know, my really? older brother was the best, and then be, and then my younger brother, and then it was me. I always I was the try hard guy. You know what okay. I'm saying? I was the try hard guy, and and I, I and I just wanted it more. Not just in the family. I'm just talking in general. Like I was never the biggest, the strongest, or the fastest. I just wanted it more, and um, you know, just growing up in in the drug infested area. You know, where you see gangs, you see violence, you see kids growing up, single-parent household, which I did. Uh, I didn't meet my father until I was 50, 20, 25 years old. Wow. So God bless your mother. Uh, tell me about it. Um, and she's she strong. I, got raised, I was raised by two women, you know. Um, you know and, and growing up without that father, it helped you um, do things uh, that, that you, you might miss, meaning... Uh, you know, growing up without a father, you don't know how to tie a tie. You don't know about the birds and bees. You don't right. know about the women. You you learn all this from TV and from the street. Right. You know, Um, but 
I don't want to get off track, but football-wise, that became a, a, a staple in the Adams family household. You know, uh, our uncles always played football, you know, and we play in the backyard, and then mom would yell at, yell at us, come in the house before it's dark. The light, street lights come on, you better get in the house. And you try to get that last touchdown pass off. Um, but the love of the game started then. And I talked to, uh, actually, I was talking to Scott like two days ago, and, and he was, and I think he was saying how, no, I was talking to you, Mo, and you was, and you was saying how, uh, and I was telling you how when I was, uh, I think I was 12 years old and I was playing running back and I knew I wanted to play football. I knew I wanted to go to the NFL. At 12. At 12. I knew I wanted to go, you know, and, and, um, and. It was a dream, and I and I and I say this all the time. Like when you grow up in a drug infested area, when you grow grow up in the put this in quote the hood, right? Um, you don't see anything beyond that. Well, I was gonna say, do you know that it's the hood? When no. you're growing up, no, because that's what that's, I'm. That, yeah. That's my point. Like you right. don't see anything right. beyond that. Right. So you don't know, and and until it's like incorporated in our language when we talk. Yo, let's go back to the hood. Yo, you chilling in the hood? That's where it came from. It wasn't like, oh, that's the hood. Nah. Yo, you chilling in the hood was good. That's how we talk. That's how it was. So going back, like, we didn't see, we didn't see beyond this. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't know the suburbs exist. We didn't know um being um lawyers and doctors. We hear about it, but we didn't know it exists here. So all we see is janitors. We see the grocery store man. We see the taxi drivers. We see the lawnmower guy. We see white people walking in the neighborhood, and we thinking, either they buying drugs or they somebody landlord, <laughs> right? And that's Think what we see. That. And that's what we see right here, right? So all we have is a dream. All we have is a dream. As a young kid, all I had was a dream. And then as I played football and got better and better, that started to move. Now I can see, like, there's more than just the hood. Mm-hmm. There's more than that. You know, there's, you know, it's all types of different occupations. There's all types of different success in life, you know. Um, but still, a lot of people to this day still don't see that. They can't see past that. And I was one of the fortunate ones to see past that because all you have, like I said, all you have is a dream. All you have is a, have is a dream, and you try to make that dream come into fruition. And when you when you do that by hard work, and I always say, hard work it doesn't guarantee no anything, success anything. or anything. It doesn't no. You know, it doesn't guarantee anything. It just guarantees that you're working hard towards what you want, whether it's uh, attainable or not attainable. Absolutely. That and whether it's the garbage man. Right. Whether it's a school teacher, the, gro- the, the, the clerk at the grocery store, right. he works hard too. Right. You we can't tell to, me he doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. We have to try to be just the because, best. Yeah, just so because you, yes. he's a professional athlete and he worked hard to it doesn't mean the next person did. Didn't, right. But do you think that there wouldn't have been a dream if you didn't have football? Like, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture myself a kid growing up 
Well, I think in I, that, that, like, what do they think? If I, then if there's I, no dream in their head. Like that's so sad to me. No, no, no. Is that's all we have is a dream. But I think right, also because you had a passion for something. If you but, don't have a passion, what becomes your dream? Okay. I mean, I let, know that's a little intent, but that's true. No, I, I I get what you're saying, but let's just say you don't have a passion, right? Mm -hmm. You still dream. Yeah. Because you watch, you got TV. Mm -hmm. And nowadays you got social media. I wish I had that car. We used to sit on the corner and be like, bingo, bingo. For all the best cars that come past to say, that's my car. That's my car. That's a dream. Yeah, that's a dream. So let me ask you this. I think that also growing up in an environment where it is drug infested gangs and you know, you're near the projects basically, right? You're in the projects and, but every that's, that's normal. There's no, nobody thinks that anybody's any different or anybody's any better. So sometimes I think your, your aspirations become the people that you see mm -hmm. that look like they have success. That's exactly already. what I'm saying. You don't yeah. see beyond that. Right. That's what so I'm saying. You, you see the general janitor, you see the teacher, you see the school teacher, mm -hmm. you see the guy that work in the store. Right. And that's you also what see saying. the drug dealer. Right. And you Absolutely. go, hey, he's got success. He's got the car. He's got, got the, the car, women. Got the he's got the jewelry. But then at, at some point in time, you have to make a decision as to do I go down that path mm -hmm. or do I stick on the straight well, and narrow? And who was that one person? His mother. That grabbed you in either high school or junior high school and said, hey, Mike, you know, you have a real talent. We think you can make it to the next level, even if you only played college. We think your ability can take you to the next level. So let me let me tell you what changed everything, right? I'm in high school. Um, true story. I'm in high school. And <clears throat> I'm a sophomore. Freshman. Sophomore. I'm a sophomore. And go to the game, and I play wide receiver. Coach don't throw me the ball. I'm not playing. I'm on the, I feel like I'm on the bench. Wasn't doing nothing. You know what? I quit. Quit. Went home. I didn't tell my mother. I wasn't going to tell her. I wasn't going to tell anybody. I just wasn't going to go over to practice. I, I, I quit. So I, I didn't go to practice. Coach came. White man, John Arado, came down to Godwin Avenue. Him, Tim, and Jim Lentine. Because they both coached, uh, taught in Patterson at one point. And, and got me. And said, no. You too good. Let's go. What's the problem? I want the ball. <laughs> like, I'm too good to be just be sitting on the bench. If I'm sitting on the bench, why am, I, why am I there? You know? And then as the season went on, and I got in the game, and I scored a touchdown. And it was in the front page of the newspaper. Right? My mother, she went to every corner store <laughs> and brought every... I can curse. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah. Fucking paper <laughs> there was. I love it. So I she came it. back and brought all these papers here, and I seen the smile on her face, and that's where I knew what I wanted to do. Wow. So that that's what it was. A picture. It took a picture in a paper. It took me to quit. To it took a picture in a paper to for a young man to realize that. But that's what something here. Yeah. Where's mom today? My mom passed. She away. did. Sorry My to mom hear. Passed Sorry away. to hear. Now, let me ask you this question. Have her here. That would been awesome. Did your mom get a yeah. chance to see you play professional football? No. She passed away right before a draft. She right right after you. the draft. She saw you. Right after the draft. Right after the draft. Right before I graduated college. She passed away. And your college was? 
University of Delaware. Okay. Went to University you of did. Delaware and graduated. I, I forgot. I, I didn't skip the round. I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I just start rambling sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when you were talking about the high school, I don't know, are the high school coaches even, not all, this is probably a bad thing to say, but equip, they don't really know. And the kids are young. What talent's really going to no. gonna go forward, right? Nah, they're, they're you right? can see. Well, they they yeah. I mean, I think, I think, no, I, I think you can see. I think, listen, there's always going to be cream. The cream always rises to the top. I mean, you can dump in a cup of black coffee, it's going to rise to the top. So you can find talent. Talent is everywhere, but it also depends on the person that's that, that you're looking at and saying he's talented. What is what drives him? What motivates him? I'm sure his why in life is. I want to do more for my family. I want to do more for my, my mom. I want to do more for my brothers and sisters and to take them out of where they were so that they can see a different side of life and they can experience a different side of life. So I think that, you know, his why is probably what kept him in the league for 16 years. But my, my thing career. is, even, even in college, Super. even in high school, I wasn't even the best. It was, it was this guy named Gerald Hayes. Where is he today? Uh, he's home now, but he played nine, ten years in the NFL, and Jamal Bowie. Like, though, every every college you name the college, I say yeah. You name a college, I say yeah. They came to see them too. No one came to see me. Nobody. But I use them as chum. You ever go fishing? Mm-hmm. You been fishing? Yeah, I've been fishing. Yeah. You know what chum is, right? Mm-hmm. Chum is what you throw in the water. Right? The bait. The bait. That's all it is. Bring all the big, everybody come, right? So that's what I did. I used them. I used them. So when they went out there and ball, and I knew the big fish was coming, so every time I got the ball in my hand, I made something happen. Okay. And now I made them see me. Who's that? Who's that Adams kid? Who's that? Yeah, I had to make them see me. Now, how many other colleges recruited you? So the funny part about it, the schools that wanted Gerald Hayes, like Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, they wanted. They said, "Okay, if this guy come, we'll take you." With if it's this guy <laughs> don't come, we'll, we'll take, take you. you. But and it was like that. But I was trying to get a package deal with Gerald Hayes. I wanted to go with him, but it didn't work out. So I ended up going to University of Delaware because my mother told me you need to get an education first anyway. So I ended up going there. Uh, I, I don't want to say settling because I am getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, nice. I mean, so that, exactly. Let's go. Okay. I didn't okay. say settling, but um, I ended up going there, University of Delaware. So you guys beat Colgate too, right? And was it the championship? Yeah, 40 nothing. 40 nothing. That was the first time in was Patriot League too, right? They was the Patriot League. So in one double A, if you make the playoffs, everybody is. It's a bracket. Mm-hmm. It's not like BCS bowl. Yeah. It's no bowl. Yeah. It's one and one double A is a it's a bracket. One play sixteen and two and fourteen and so on and yeah. so forth. Two and fifteen, so on and so forth. So you went from receiver to safety in college? No. When was, when did the transition happen? No, I always play uh I always play um safety and corner. Always safety and corner. Yeah, never play offense. I'm never a, offense. Nah. I'ma hit you. <laughs> I ain't got time to be catching the ball. Well, I mean, let me ask you a question. Playing defense, I think, keeps you in the league a lot longer um, than playing offense. Okay. Defense I th- is I tough agree. on you. On the, yeah? Why, why is that? Well, I, I just think that when you're the guy initiating the, the blow, 
um, I think as a, as a wide receiver, you know, you're always looking at you maybe in a very vulnerable position, position when yeah. you get hit. And he's a heat-seeking missile. Uh, he's not looking to uh, tap you. He's not looking to be your best friend. Uh, I think when he's on the field and you're across from him, guess what? You're the enemy. So his job and his pay scale is a reflection of what he's able to do once you go after the ball. So he's a uh, he, he's what you call um, a bruiser. Yeah, he's that but, guy. But <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. But as far as longevity, I agree with you to the extent because on offense, if you're not producing right now and you're not scoring touchdowns. Usually you find yourself out quickly. Yeah. On defense, you can almost hide it a little bit because if you see talent and you see the potential, you, you tend to keep them, keep them around a little bit, especially if you can play special teams. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think I was that guy. So and, you started out special teams. Yeah, special teams. What was your first team? Uh, San Francisco 49. Okay. San Francisco 49 is my first team. I was there for three years. Um, went to the Cleveland Browns. Well, you um, met a good friend of mine, Brian Schaefer. Brian Schaefer. Big Schaefer. I was there for five years. After there, I was I was at um, the Denver Broncos when we lost the Super Bowl here to Seattle. I was there for two years. Then I ended up going to the Colts. I was there for three years, my best years. Um, there with the Colts. Um, then I ended up going to... Panthers. I was there for two years and ended my career with the Texans. Houston Texans. Yeah, playoff game. Yeah, I, I watched that there. game. Yeah. I watched the game. I'm sorry. Well, who was your favorite team to play for? Uh, Colts. I, I like the Colts. Colts. Peyton was there too, right? At that time, no, he, he was, was gone. He he was in um he was with me when we played for Denver. What was he like? He's a good player. He's good. Good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. I feel like all the Mannings are just super nice. Eli, Peyton. I don't know about super nice. He's <laughs> a good guy. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask a question. Stuff you guys want to ask. What is the best stadium to play at? Ooh, best stadium. Arizona. Why? Arizona? I wouldn't think Arizona. It's, it's beautiful. Really? They got a... Their grass, right? It actually rolls out the stadium. Oh, really? Crazy. And rolls back in, and it's so it's it's nice, it's beautiful. Their stadium is nice, but now all these other stadiums coming along, like LA, LA yeah, and that was nice. Vegas, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had the opportunity to play in every stadium. Who's so, who has the craziest fans? Um, tie between you got Oakland Raiders, the Eagles. And the Browns oh, are Philly right there. Eagle. Yeah, Philly. Yeah. Phily fans are and little, Oakland, little touched. Oh and, and Steelers are Steelers are more. <laughs> yeah, like, those are my birds. Those are my birds. So I mean, you know. fly Eagles, fly. Hey, listen, uh, we might not be the friendliest fans. We may be a little bit rowdy. We got a you know jail downstairs yeah, in the absolutely. stadium. Yes, you and, do. Uh, but you know what? We we love our team and we're passionate about the team. I don't agree with the violence, but you know we're passionate about the team and. The only way to, as a fan, to show your appreciation, sometimes you you, you may do things that you, you shouldn't look be back doing. later on and say, "Hey, uh, I wasn't on my best." You behavior. get caught on the in the moment. I tell everybody this. I, I was telling yesterday somebody when we went down to VT, mm-hmm. the Southern family sitting behind me, prim and proper. The game this starts. Mine? Yep, the yeah, church. Is, is yeah. vodka? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like vodka? Um, <laughs> 
they were prim and proper until the game started. Then they got crazy. The the mouths on these little girls and the mother. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, that was funny. They were hysterical. Yeah. What was it like playing 16 years in a league, though? That's crazy, because a lot of guys just have a cup of coffee, one or two years, but 16 years. Not many guys make it. It's like hard. It, it it was hard. Um, you know, um, a lot of people, they ask me how, right? So one thing I did do was take care of my body, right? I, I invested in my body. Actually, after this, who am I going to see after this? Chiropractor. 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 Um, Shout out to John Schneider. He's the best. He worked with the Jets. Um, but is he in Livingston? No. Is what you mean? Is the, he... car, the office? His office? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, that's funny. We were just oh, talking about uh, that. No, his his office is in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, anyway, like, like I invested in my body. I see the chiropractor. I see ART. Active release therapy. I see MAT muscle release, m- muscle release therapy. Um, I get I get dry needling, a hot tub, cold tub. I get a massage twice a week. That's all the things that people don't see. Um, that athletes go through. They see the Sunday, mm-hmm. right? But, but they the, don't see leading but the up. The shit that you do to play in that game, mm-hmm. people have no idea. Yep, I say it all the time because I see my brother do it. I see it's, it's crazy. It's the stuff you do just to play in that game. Like, you know, and I just named five things. And it's probably more than that. Like, I was doing yoga at one point. Like, I love yoga. Stay, to, to stay flexible so you won't get injured and all that other stuff. But as far as um, playing-wise, I think what kept me the longevity is me knowing the playbook, me understanding the defense, and the consistency, being consistent with all of those things, the MATRT, ART, all that stuff, and being consistent on the playbook and being consistent on the field. I think the consistency and the discipline carries you a long way. A lot of people can't stay disciplined. Because I would say commitment, I mean, discipline and commitment equals consistency. Because you have to be disciplined, you have to be committed, and if you can do those two things, then you can create consistency. And I think, I mean, that's what basically you did for 16 years. And I think that, you know, more than that, I think that the things that you probably are doing after football, and I know you've been coaching in uh, Chicago, and that you are teetering whether to get back into that arena to go back to coach or be a Joe Civilian and you know, do the other uh, entrepreneurial businesses that you're involved in because he does a lot of community stuff. And uh, Mike is one of these guys that I'll say he goes back into the communities. He's all about the kids. And he's 100% committed to the kids to show them that there's more to life than just what you wake up and what you have to go through on a day-to-day basis, in your, in, you know, at home or in school or in the streets. He's one of those guys that is committed enough that he puts the burden on his back and um, he carries it uh, and he carries it. Uh, I, I'd say it, it's a medal of honor that um, there should be more guys like like this guy that goes back and, you know, backpacks for kids and camps. And he's got a football travel team that he sponsors. And, you know, people just don't get to see that side. You know, most people just see, 
hey, this is Mike Adams. He played 16 years in the league. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. He's got, I believe, 27 interceptions. If, if uh, 30. Thir- okay. I need, my, I need those three. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, do but, but, but guess what? He's got 30, he's got 30 interceptions. Um, but I don't think, you know, his football career doesn't define Mike as the man that he's become. I think the football career is something that you look at and you take um, pride in uh, acknowledging his uh, uh, accomplishments. But I think that the things that he does off the field oh, far outweigh uh, what he's done on the football field. And he's a big education guy. So um, Respect. Know. Thank you, Mo. I, I- Oh, listen, I actually, met you. You're a doll. You're like the nicest person. Hey, I actually paid him to say that. How much? That's important. That's important. Thank you. um, That was nice, Phil. What are some of the foundations that you you work with? I have my own foundation, Teen Adams Foundation. That's awesome. Um, uh, Like like Mo slash Phil said, uh, I backpacks i do a football camp i do free haircuts and free hairdos for um women i mean young young women and young men before the, before they go to school um i do a free football camp i do uh, I, I usually go around the schools and just i just pop up at the school and go oh, to the they principal must go crazy and i go to the principal and i say i, I just need to talk to a couple a couple guys a couple groups and then he had to bring them all down to the auditorium or he had tell me to go to a couple classes. He or she. Let me not just say he. Um, and That's so, pretty and listen, cool. Listen, he did a, I'll tell you. Here's a the, quick thing. The, Mike was involved in, uh, I want to say maybe two, three years ago, uh, he was doing a coat drive um, in Patterson. And he called uh, called Plaxico, and um, we and, meet. And Thanksgiving, that was Thanks, Thanksgiving. I think it was near Thanksgiving. So I gave away food and food and and, and jackets. And uh, so me and Plaxico were were out at the sushi lounge, and uh, Joe, the owner at the, the sushi lounge, and Mike called. He said, "Hey, I'm in Patterson. I'm doing this drive. Why don't you guys pop down?" And you know what? True to form. And I, listen, Plaxico is one of my best friends too. And uh, yeah, we got in the car. We drove down support uh mike and his foundation and you know what you get a chance to see somebody interact with kids and adults that most of them a lot of them have known him since he was a kid Mm -hmm. and to see that he's gone back into the community and helped those that when he was a kid now they're adults they're older adults and he's the one coming back giving yeah i mean that's a true testament of what i would call um you know, your mom and your aunt, they did more than a job of raising you and your and your brothers and your sister. They they, they are Strong Oscar women, winners. Man, they are. Yeah. They're Oscar winners. I mean, yeah. you know, Will Smith, no. take the Oscar away we from him. We were going to talk about and, that. I was going to ask Mike what And if you want, that. I'll go up and smack him, take the Oscar away, and get presented to Mike <laughs> Adams well, we, wait, and the Adams we, family. Before we start with that, can people <laughs> donate to your foundation? Because we can leave a link on the bottom. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So awesome. when the podcast drops, we'll leave a link so people okay, can cool. donate. And I'd like to partner with you with, for coat drives, food drives, everything. Say no more. Yeah, because i got to tell you, my clients are very giving. And uh-huh. um, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, oh, cool. I think I'm with cool. it. I'm with it. Okay, so coach. We, we got to change this. I have to ask you a question. Yeah, I got to put you on the coaching. I don't know if it's called the screen. Nikolai, he's probably cracking up right now watching this. You know when they pass it like lateral? Yep. Doesn't work. Take a knee. The defense is too quick. Somebody's going to get hurt. 
Why do they do that? Okay, so it's a run. So the quarterback, when he comes to the line of scrimmage, right? The first mm-hmm. thing he reads, first thing he he does is counts how many people is in the box. Now, if it's eight people in the box, you can't run the ball. N- numerically, is impossible. Right. Because if you hand the ball off, you They're, kill your running back. Right. Right. So if you already have a, a, a the play call, the right thing to do is do a noun pass and throw it out to the receiver because it's similar it's similar to a run. Even though you only get like one or two yards, it's better than getting your running back killed and getting no yards. So but that's what's that's why that's the thinking behind But that. your receiver can't move? Are you so you're saying that the receiver doesn't have time to go forward? No, no, I'm talking what do you mean? Because you're thrown to the receiver, yeah, to the you got right. It. You're throwing so, it that way. Uh-huh. Right. Is that because the receiver doesn't have time to run upfield a little bit? No. Because there's be- too many people in the box? It's too many people in the box. So I got to give it to you right now. Because if I don't give it to you right now, either as the quarterback, I'm going to get hit. Right. Because remember, how many people in the box? Eight. Eight. So either I'm going to get hit or my, my running back is going to get smashed. So to avoid that... Throw it out to the receiver, and you hope that he gets a couple yards. Just get a couple yards. But See, I, I say take an eight because you never get a, you don't get any. Yards. <laughs> and you're losing yards. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't ever see you getting anything. Yards. Yeah. But, but see, it, you but, explained it right because. But think right. about it. if you throw it out there and you make that one guy miss, you make the cornerback miss. It's a touchdown. Yeah. Because there's only yeah. three people back there. I've yet to see it, but okay, I'll watch a little bit. Unless more. your oh, mic's uh, out there, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Where yeah. I like, I like in high school when they run to the short side of the field. Uh-huh. I don't you get don't that. like that. What the heck? It's a change up. See, in high school is different because the hashes are so yeah. wide. The hashes are big. So it's wide. So um if you run to the right, the ball will be on the right hash. If you run to the left, the ball will be on the left hash. So if you think about it deep from a defensive standpoint, I know where you're gonna run. Mm-hmm. To the wide side of the field. So to change it up, offenses say, you know what? We gotta run to the short side, where you're not, where you're not at, and that's where sometimes you can make your hay. You can do it. You can make your hay. Okay, I like that. So no, you explained it to me. I'm learning. No, you no. like the blitz? Hell Love yeah. a blitz. Hell yeah! I <laughs> just got it. the answer from a, a pro ball. I know. NFL so now, and so I feel better because nobody has been able to explain it to me. In you that just way. hated it. <laughs> I hate so, it. So I, I got a question. I got a question for you now. Is my guy, Plax is my guy. I don't know if you guys ever lined mm. up against each mm. other or played against each other. Mm. Um, <laughs> but um, no, isn't there a who, 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 who wins the battle? Me. Who, how, many Me. Time, how many times have you faced him and how many times has have you stopped him from uh, getting to where he's trying to go? Or how many times has he... You know Plax is going to the back shoulder uh, fed. Gotten past you and uh, taken it to the house. So I... I... I faced Plex once, but I wasn't on him. I was uh, on Jeremy Shockey the whole time. Okay. And this was in 2005 when the Giants came to San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And that's when, yep. But I didn't, uh, I wasn't on him. I was on Sh- okay, so Shockey the whole what, time. Okay, so what, what do you think the, the outcome would be? If he came across the middle? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. he's six. He's six five, six six. What that mean? Thank you. We're gonna get into that. What next does too. that mean? What does that mean? That means. Explain. Well, look. Well, first of all, tell he, me what that hold means. On. Okay, one, he's a big target. Uh, okay, and he was fast. He wasn't slow. He was fast. 
Okay. Uh, so him coming across the middle, you'd have to if you if he's in stride, it might be a little tough to put a good lick on him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I said it might be. Well, maybe I'm wrong. You are. Okay. Absolutely, you are. So if you want, you can go back to um, you can YouTube this if you want. Um, YouTube uh, Julio Jones coming across the middle versus Mike Evans. Okay. We're going to show that on the podcast. Oh, okay. We're going to okay. show that clip. Okay, so, okay, so let me ask you a better question. Who was your toughest? Bo Plex is nice, though. I was just... I mean, that's listen, he, he was nice. My, he my was, in his prime, Plex was that deal. No, he was... When he, get, when he got in the league, he, like, dominated. It wasn't no other Plex. No, he was, a, he was, he was one of a kind. Yeah. But who, who was your most fierce competition that you feel gave you all you wanted to handle when you had to deal with him on the field? Wide receiver, tight end. Wide receiver, tight end. Who was that guy that you didn't look forward to playing against because he was, you know, as good as you were at your position? Julio Jones. Um, Antonio Brown in his prime. Um, Musi Muhammad. And I always say him because he was like an all-around player. Okay. Um, like when I come down and make a tackle, he will crack black, crack block you. Him and Heinz Ward, like no other. Like okay, you know what crack block means? Mm -mm. Okay, so let me explain. So if I'm at safety, and I know they're running the ball, and I would start walking down towards the line of scrimmage to make the tackle because I think they're running it, and the wide receiver is split is closer to the line of scrimmage, not way split out. He's closer. Right. So he has to block me before I get to the running back. And it's usually I'm not looking. Usually the the, <laughs> the defender is not looking. So we're looking to make the tackle, and he's coming this way. But now isn't that a, 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 a blind, blind side, a blind side <laughs> now? Now? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, today today's game is a little softer. Yeah, it's a little change. Oh, a little yeah. softer. It's back in your day. A little softer. Because doing that to the end, too, right? sucks, too. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. No, yeah. Isn't it a lot softer now? Is it? It's a little softy. It's somebody's in motion on the tackle, and they call it targeting. How's the guy stopping in midair? Yeah, I, I mean, come on. It's, it's I, I, it's I like, get aggravated with you know, that, too. It's like you're Superman, and they're asking you to stop flight. Stop flight. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. happen. But one thing I did say to somebody, I think I was telling somebody this. I said, that's why we are the best in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not... Soft. We're not just high school players. Like, we're the right. best in the world because you can come up with all these rules, but we have to adjust to them. Think about it. When they first came out with the don't, you can't touch... Uh, past five yards, the no chuck rule. Past five yards, right? And then, but they came up, um, came up with the targeting. Now, instead of him like that, we had to change up because we're coming full speed. speed it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because at the same time, if I'm coming full speed to hit you, and my head is up, and I'm ready to hit you the right way, a form tackle, it might get distorted. Because the ball carrier don't want to get hit, and he see you coming full speed, so mm -hmm. the ball carrier goes goes like, like this. that, right? And now it's targeting. And when he does that in his helmet, the helmet now flag, right? But again, we the best athletes in the world, so we adjust. You know, uh, horse collar. We adjust. Can't hit below, but hit, can't hit the quarterback below the leg. You know, somebody could push us in the back, and we falling on the quarterback leg. 
and about to hit him in the leg. And what we do? We move. We adjust. We're okay. the best in the world. And, and think about it. it. Even we learn to compartmentalize with shit. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how much athletes go through. How much I mean, shit so we much have emotion. to deal with. Yeah, and there's so yeah. much emotion. No, I'm sure I, I, I listen, I get that. And, I get no, that. I, and I'm, just, I'm talking about family. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about tickets. I'm talking about girlfriends. I'm talking about ex-girlfriend. I'm talking about side chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Psycho like, chicks? Psych, uh, it's a yeah, lot it's we a deal lot. with, and then we have to compartmentalize that and... Go out and perform. Go out and perform on Sunday. Let me tell you, and, and when you look at playbooks, you guys are smart. Yeah. There's a lot to know. You know, people just think it, there's so much to know. And well, I no, it's, it's like, it's it's like calculus. I mean, it's, it's almost it's like calculus really, out there. It's incredible. But you know, I got I to I'm, I'm put you on the spot because that's what I do. Okay. I put you on the spot. Let's do it. Okay. They say Tom Brady, the greatest, greatest of all time. Okay. Yes or no? He's the GOAT. Really? Who's going to take his ring? Greatest, hold on, the greatest football player of all time? I, I I have to I have to doubt. I, I know. To, I, I know you do. No. A lot of people do. Because I don't think he uh, made more of an impact than a Lawrence Taylor on the game. So I can't call Tom Brady the GOAT because I think if Tom Brady played in Lawrence's era, we wouldn't know who Tom Brady was. I mean, that's all subjective, bro. I mean, it's all subjective. Yeah, but is. what I'm saying is Tom Brady played under a different set of circumstances, different set of like, rules. Explain that. Okay, here's the rules. You can't. You can't. Grab you can't grab them. You you know. What do you mean? They won a Super Bowl by doing that. No, no, no. They beat the um, Colts. No, no, listen. And that's where the rule came about. When they beat the Colts in the in the NFC Championship game, right? Because they was tucked. Who's the corners? It was Ty Law and I forget who was. I I forget who the other corner was. Maybe Sean. I don't want to say Sean Spring, but it was Ty Law, and they was just jamming these receivers up. No, what what I'm saying is. When Tom Brady played, when you go back and play in the era where Lawrence Taylor played, where they were oblivious, uh, um, just to say they they killed the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just no no mercy. Mm-hmm. When Marino played, mm-hmm. you killed the quarterback. There was no roughing the passer. It was he's a player just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Hit him, mm-hmm. right? Take your shot. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady comes in an era where the Brady rule can't touch him. You, you, you know, you you go like that to Tom Brady, and he's looking at the ref like. <laughs> Do like do your job. I get that. Do you think he I, would win as many Super Bowls as he has if he's playing under those circumstances? I just don't think he would have. Why? Because he would have took a hit. It's still football. He never took the big hits. And who fault is that? Offense or defense? I think that's the rules committee, and they softened the game up. I mean, listen. I, Tom I, Brady, I, 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 I Tom Brady played in both generations. Yeah, both, both generations. Eras. Exactly. He no, played in both eras. He didn't. Yeah, play, he, he did. He Tom Brady Tom, did not play in the era where you had the Mean Joe Greens. No, of course the, he did. Okay, so what but I'm he saying played is, he didn't when play I played in that era, you didn't Tom Brady play was in a year before where year two you could just before. obliterate the quarterback. There was always the quarterback is the the the, the mantelpiece. So everybody wants the quarterback to be protected. I get that. That just came about though, like five, like seven years ago, ten years ago. Put it okay. Ten, let's say back ten, ten. Okay, you're right. Let's just say so. What ten I'm saying years is, ago. in the last ten years, he how was many still Super in Bowls? his. He was still in his. How many Super playing? Bowls has he? Tom Brady has never been hit the way. Oh, listen. First of all, his first. So Super because Bowl, he hasn't been hit, he was he wouldn't have won the Super Bowls. That's what you're hold saying. On, hold on. I just want to make that clear. The, the Raiders Let's make this clear. Bowl. Hold on. I want to. I just want to ask that one question. Okay, go ahead. So Tom Brady wouldn't have the, had these Super Bowls if he would have gotten hit. 
I don't think Tom Brady would have as many Super Bowls if he would have been subjected to the hits. I think he would have retired earlier. That the quarterbacks had in the past because I don't think his body would have uh, taken it well. I think his body would have broken down. I think that, you know, when they had the tuck rule, they, they listen, I think that the Raiders <laughs> really, that was supposed to be their Super Bowl to go to, but everybody's against the Raiders. So guess what? I think he fumbled but everybody, the ball. Okay, but, but hey, that was his first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady became a superstar. Now, I'm not taking away his, his talent or his ability. Okay. Yes, you have to make the pass. You have to make the throws. You have to read the defenses. You have to do a lot of work. But at the same time, I think that, you know, listen, uh, Terry Bradshaw never lost a Super Bowl. Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl, right? I think in the era that Terry Bradshaw played, I think he lost a few of his teeth getting hit. I think Joe Montana really and, took some bad, vicious hits. Joe Theismann ruined, ended his career. The hits that he took, the hit he took from Lawrence Taylor. Tom Brady has never been hit. So, but are, you gonna, are you oh, going to say I, I, that I, I, in I, I, 10 years, though, about targeting? Those players weren't great because they had... No, well, I mean, you got to think about it. Of, right? Ron, the, 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 the players, when in, that, in those eras, you had uh, Andre Waters, dirtiest player in the game, right? When he went... When, when Andre when, Ward? Waters. Oh, Andre, Andre from the Eaters, from the Eagles. Mm-hmm. When he, he was one of those guys that hey, he, he's he's coming to end your career. Mm-hmm. He's not coming to say hello. He, oh, he's gonna put a hit on you. L.C. Greenwood. You have Mean Joe Green. You had all these guys that Ronnie Lott. Those guys were hitters. Um, who's it? Um, ended. Um, I think they're hitting um, Leonard Marshall. Now. No, not Leonard, but who ended? Um, um, the wide receiver from Dow Stingley's career, Jack Tatum. Tatum. Those were hitters. Tom Brady never endured that type of punishment. But what does that have to do with winning Super Bowl? It has a lot to getting to the Super Bowl. You have to get from game one <laughs> to the end of the season and win the championship. If you are if you are getting hit like that, maybe you do not. Uh, but but those guys that got that hit, game. those those hits that you talking about that happened, that didn't happen every Sunday. That didn't happen every week. Well, guess what? Most quarterbacks endured that punishment on a weekend, week out basis. So you're saying that I Tom think guys Brady is hitting harder now, though. The guys are stronger oh, today. Stronger. Than no, they're not. No, they're, I, no, that's but, that. But that's wait a, a false second. Suit. Are you saying wait, that wait, other wait, quarterbacks wait, 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 are hit hold on, hard? Hold on. I want to hear. Hold on. No, I, I, I think they, I think they hit harder back then. But I, I, I also think it's different rules and circumstances that we have to abide by. But the game's you know? ten times faster though. Well, now. I mean, I agree. The yeah. game, the game is faster. But what I'm saying is like this: it's like it's like with basketball, right? We we sit back and we go, LeBron James is he the goat? Michael Jordan is he the goat? Michael Jordan played in a different era, right? Where you come down in the paint, you gonna you got to pay a toll. You just have to pay a toll. LeBron James doesn't play in that era where you come down the paint, you got to pay a toll. Would LeBron James be the same player he is today if he had to face? The bad boys, he had to face the Knicks coming down into the paint. I don't think so because they punished you. Listen, they punished Jordan for the first six years. They didn't, not, not, no hello, how are you, no fraternizing. We're not friends, we're enemies. But can I clear it up for people that are listening? Do you mean that Tom Brady is the only quarterback that's not getting hit? Or you're saying I'm all saying, quarterbacks I'm now? I'm saying Tom, we think of Tom Brady as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I'm saying I don't think that he's the greatest of all time only because he did not endure the same punishment that they uh, but some he of those got, other quarterbacks have gone to. Okay, so because, Listen, Joe Mon- Joe Montana, so because he never, didn't endure what everybody else went through, and he has six rings. Okay. 
And he lost. Just, he but, lost two, but, right? So how many did he lose to the Giants? I mean, let's see. Eli beat him in the Super Bowl. So he, okay, he, more than mean? one time, one or twice. He got six rings. The greatest of all times. Normally I, comes back in the Some people, the some people will play as long as he did. Don't have any. Yeah. He has six. Who's second? Who's second has the most? What what franchise? Uh, yeah, rings. No, no. To, um, yeah, rings. Yeah, rings. So, well, listen, Montana's got four. Montana. Yeah, he Brady. I mean, um, Bradshaw's got four. All right, but six is a lot more. So, yeah, but and he what? goes down to Tampa. But and you got to remember, the they played. Dallas, they played. Dude, got five. They played longer. They played longer seasons, right? So, and what I'm saying is, the rules have changed to give Tom Brady a little bit more longevity in his career. It gives him that ability to play a little bit longer. Those guys that you know played back in the seventies, they're they're not. Look at them today. No, when but they retire, they're not my, in good shape. I think this but is what Mike that, is saying, though. He takes care of his body, Brady. I mean, there's there's Mike a lot more he body, goes through. But than if most. you're not being punished as much as you, as as your yeah, predecessors, I, then yeah, then. It, but what you got to define punish because like those big hits, it don't ha- it does not happen on one person. Week in and week out. Granted, you get sacked, you get hit, but as far as like those big hits, those are anomalies. Those are like, what those about, are highlights. Okay, but what I'm asking here's maybe you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the rules that Tom Brady plays under. All right, the rules that he plays under. But you know what? Field, you know what's crazy? They're a lot softer. You know what's crazy? Um, so the rule. Whereas though you can't go by quarterback knees, remember the year Tom Brady, somebody fell on his yeah, leg, yeah. broke his um his tours ACL, and th- that's when the Patriots they went eleven and five and they still missed the playoff. They changed the rule, yeah, right. Why Brady rules? It was the Brady rule. Okay, just like the Chuck the 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 Chuck rule, you can't uh, hit past five yards. The Patriot the, the that's the Indianapolis Colts rule, because the Patriots was. Killing them, they wouldn't let their receivers off the line. So let's say that's the Colts rule. Right. Horse collar. Let's say that's the um, Terrell Owens rule. When uh, when Roy Jones came and smashed him by the back, smashed him by um by horse collar him, he broke his fibula and he ended up playing in the Super Bowl anyway. Eagles went to the Super Bowl that year. Right. Right. So all of these rules change, right? But it does not matter. So you're saying the it, rules don't take the away from the competition? The rules doesn't take away from the competition because, like I said, we adjust to them. We adjust to them rules. And just because he didn't get hit day in and day out off of those highlights, now you're going to take away I mean, listen, I'll only six say, I'll, 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 I'll only say this. Uh, I had a conversation. Hall of Famer, right? Uh, defense, Hall of Famer, said that if, Brady played in, 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 when he played, probably wouldn't know who Brady was because he wouldn't have made it three years, three, four years because the punishment that they would have uh, put on him, he wouldn't have made it four years. Now, now Man. that's, hold on, now, that's a different mm-hmm. era. Now, if I, if, if, I tell, if, I, if I come back and I tell you, I'll tell you in private who the player is. I know who it is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Okay. Once you, you said defense, I already knew who no, you were. No, you can't say it. You, no, we can bleep it out. I knew. I knew. So, like he told me, hey, if he played my era, you wouldn't know who Tom Brady was. Why? He wouldn't have lasted that long. 
Because when he's sitting back patting that ball, hell, I'm on him. Yeah, but you don't know who's protecting I'm on him it. at that time. Listen, La- no, because La- listen, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor changed the scheme of how you played the game when he's on the field. Lawrence told me that, you know, when he started out at the Giants, Bill Parcells, he said, if you always look, Bill Parcells is always hollering at him, always hollering at him, because he said he didn't know plays. He didn't know plays. He said he would just look on the field, and if he didn't realize what was going on and why this guy was there, that guy was there, he said, to hell, the one thing I know I can do that nobody can't stop me is I can rush and get to the quarterback. I can get to the quarterback. So he said, you know, he'd rush, get to the quarterback, create a fumble, and come back on the sideline, and Bill Parcells is like, God damn it, you're in the wrong spot. You're not supposed to be able to. He's like, well, hell, I got created a, a fumble. Still, you're doing the wrong thing. He said he'd go in, get, make the quarterback throw an interception. Still doing the wrong thing. He said, so one time he's in, in the game, it's the second half of the game, and he goes, sees the lineup, and he says, hell, I don't know why this guy's there and that guy's there, but you know what? I'm a rush quarterback because that's why I do best. He said they created an uh, interception. Leonard Marshall runs yeah. the ball back for a touchdown, and he comes on the sideline, and Parcells is like, God damn it, that play is not in the book. You're not supposed to be there. And Lawrence said, well, shit, coach, next week it should be in there. <laughs> he said next week that play, that defense, it was in the playbook now. But so what I'm saying is, yeah, that was a guy that changed the way the game was played because you had to prepare. Nobody else, I don't, I don't think any other player in the history of the NFL changed the way you play offense because of a defensive player. Okay. If I'm not, and then maybe I'm overstepping my bounds. You, you might be a little bit. But well, I don't you, know. You're saying LT. No, LT changed the game. No, no doubt. I'm not taking that away from LT. He's a GOAT, right? I think to me, Period. Him, him, Jim Brown, those guys Period. were the GOATs yeah. in my I eyes. I mean, that's old school and that's your era, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> old school and that's your era. Okay. But if you think about changing the game too, and you and you talking about Tom Brady, he changed the game as well. Oh, he did. He did. Right? Now, let's say LT is coming off the edge. Or who, whoever, whatever dominant DN that you consider the GOAT coming off the edge and they playing against Tom Brady. Tom Brady's smart. As he's walking to the line of scrimmage, he knows where he's going with the ball. Why? Because a linebacker or safety is giving it away already. So right now, if he know he don't have anything, you know what he's going to do? Guess how many catches the running back had in the Super Bowl? I have no idea. Yeah, 19. Fact check that. 19 catches by the running back. A throw into the blitz. By the running back. When you rush off the edge, the 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 thing that stopped that is and when you when you got a pass rush that's coming at you like that, screens, your Damn. favorite, mm. <laughs> getting the ball out quick, whether it's a slant, a double move, or out, and that's what's Tom Brady's specialty. That's how he changed the game, getting that ball out quick and letting Edelman run off a of yak. You know what yak is? Yards, Yards after, after the catch. Yeah. That's what you want, yak. As a defensive player, I'm, look, I'm looking at it like, I can't let you get yak. If you catch it, I have to tackle you. It got to be a catch tackle, catch okay. tackle. But one thing about the Patriots, they're the, most pa- they're the most patient team, patientist. I don't even know if that's a word, but they're the most patient team in the NFL. They would start at the two-yard line, 
and go five yards all the way down Consistency. and score a touchdown. Yeah. What other team doing that? The Steelers ain't doing that. Eagles wasn't doing that. Teams are impatient. They need the big dog. They need that big play. All Come right, on. play action pass. Boom. Throw it across 18. the middle. 18? Yeah. 18 catches in the Super Bowl by a running back. Who they was playing against? That was uh, Fournette, so that was the Chiefs. No, in the Super Bowl. We're talking about Buccaneers uh, and... Uh, in, in, in Kansas City. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I was talking about when the Patriots played the um, the, the um, Falcons in the Super Bowl, how many catches did the see. running back have? You look at that. And who was coming off the edge? It was... Um, um, not Mathis. It was Fre Dwight Freeney and somebody else. Dwight Freeney and somebody else. I forget who the guy was. Coming off the edge, screaming off the edge. No, listen. I, I can't take it away. I can't take anything away that Tom Brady is. Listen, he's great. He's the first ballot but, but, famous. But I know. But, but you're saying, saying that, that. But you're saying I, that in, my, in, in your era, like he couldn't last, and LT, and and people were saying like in his era he wouldn't last because he would take them his. No, he didn't take those his because he was smart. He didn't take those hits because he got the ball out of his hand. But everybody's you, look, not as patient. Everybody. Let me ask you a question. Don't you think that Dan Marino was smart? I think Dan Marino was smart. He probably had the quickest release in football, right? Uh -huh. He took those hits. Sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Okay, sixteen. You know what I'm saying? He took those running hits. back. No, I'm saying Dan Marino was probably the quickest release in football, right? Mm -hmm. And he how still often? Well, listen, how long was his career based on his needs? He had a long career, though. Yeah, but... We played 15, 14, 15? His mobility. We need a fact checker in here, Jess. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need, we need a fact checker. We, we definitely need, yeah. What I'm saying is, if you take a look at Dan Marino's career, look at the productivity that he had based played. on <laughs> career injury. His knees were shot. Just like Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Hell, great quarterback, right? But injuries, injuries, injuries. Those guys were being hit at the knees. There was no such thing as don't hit them below the 17. knees. Hell, you, you hit them as hard as you can hit them, where you can hit them to get them down. He was 17 and years. Nobody ever said, hey, you know what? The quarterbacks are getting hit and their, their knees are being damaged. All of a sudden, you come into an era where they say, you're a football player. So my theory is this. You're a football player. And he's a football player. You're both equal. If I can hit you below the knees, but I can't hit him below the knees, who's the league looking out for? Are you looking out for our, our health? They're looking out the, for the, the money. Same? They're looking out for the money. How much How much Aaron Rodgers making this year? Uh, 50. 50 million. 50. How much Garoppolo making this year? And he might not even be with the 49ers. How much... How, how, how much... Um, Anybody, name them. Mahomes. These quarterbacks, Mahomes, half, half but these quarterbacks are making no less than $20 million. Quarterbacks are making no less than $20 million. So I'm going to protect, protect my quarterback. Them. Yeah, you got to protect them. But, uh, Mike, is there, do, do they work out differently, too, now than they used to? Like, oh, yeah. Joe Namath, you're saying getting hit, but maybe – aren't you guys doing a lot more for Yeah, the workout. The, the yeah, back then, different. the workout and the nutrition is totally, totally different. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you think can, about the, so the Think, about, think about the pyramid, the, the – uh, <laughs> The food, food pyramid. pyramid. <laughs> yeah, that's How many times yeah. the food pyramid yeah. changed? I don't think eggs up there anymore. Or okay, like but that. Wait, like, too but, much. But, yeah, exactly. If you, if you think about it, though, your knees, your 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 knees and your joints are going to be the same, right? 
So your knees aren't, you're not going to protect your knees that much more. You can't work out to make the cartilage any stronger. Yeah, you can make the muscle around around the knee. Yeah, the the muscle around it would be better. If if I'm hitting you at your knees and I'm 275 pounds and I'm coming at you and I'm hitting you full bore, I don't care how much you work out your knees. Force. That's force. But but when those guys got hurt, it wasn't just like torpedoes at the knees. Well, so I, no, 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 I don't think that you initially went after somebody. I mean, I think that there were, I think there's eras where guys were targeted. I think there were bounties. I, I, oh. uh, I mean, oh, let's, let, let's be this honest. Going in, this uh, guy. I mean, no, let's, let's be honest. This guy. I think there were, I think there were bounties. Oh, you think there were? Huh? Oh, well, listen, I'm pretty sure there were bounties oh, out okay. there on a, on a few players. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, uh, some play, some coaches have, have uh, been kicked out of the league because of, those bounties that um, they put out there on certain people. Oh, I, don't, I don't know anything now, about you that. Now, you, you played in the league for 16, 16 years, and I'm sure you've heard of bounties, but I'm not saying you I mean, it was worldwide news. Everybody heard so, of bounties. I'm saying you never participated in one of them, but I'm sure you've heard of them. I, I have. I okay. mean, it was worldwide news. So, it was news. There you go. So if you can put a guy out of the game, mm-hmm. right, okay, what's the job? You t- eliminate... No. Eliminate the, the threat on the opposite side of the ball. Eliminate the threat. Take out the threat. Let the rest of the guys do it. Did you just take give out a the, definition of a bounty? Did, did you just put a bounty out on somebody just now? I didn't put a bounty and, on anybody. Recently, did you just say, like, just get take, rid of him and get take rid him of, out? You get rid so of you're saying biggest, bounty this guy out. What I'm saying is you get rid of the biggest You get rid of the biggest threat. If it's an offensive play, get rid of the biggest threat on the field and let the other guys beat up. It's like what they did with, with, when Jordan played, right? Hey, if we can, let's stop Jordan. Let, let the rest of the Bulls be. Let Pippen, let Bushler, let Kerr, let well, uh, Grant, people, let them beat us. What a lot of people what? don't realize. Michael's like, not going to beat us. Well, people don't realize, even in basketball, you can say what you want. Basketball, football, whatever. Again, we are the greatest, the best athletes in the world. You ain't gonna. You're not stopping LeBron. You're not stopping Jordan. You're not gonna stop um, Tom Brady. But you can minimize some things. You can minimize them. You can minimize the damage. Take some away. <laughs> Instead of thirty points, you might get twenty or twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of ten assists, you you know that that that. That day, he, well, instead of five assists, he might give 15 because you want the ball out of his hands, right? Yeah, right. Just like Tom Brady. You want him to get the ball out quick. You want, you want him to get the ball out quick, right? You want to minimize some stuff. Because if you don't and you give him time back there, Correct. he's the going up time, top. Right. That's what, what I'm saying. And that's what and he's got time. He can, uh, he, can, he can diagnose what's going on on the field and pick you apart. So, listen. Plaxico always says he thinks Tom Brady is one of the best that ever did it. And, and you say he's the GOAT. So, I mean, listen, you guys played against him. So, I'm, I, I mean, I'll take your word. I'll take your word. Thank you. Who's the hardest quarterback to read? To read? To read. Brady. No, I was didn't Vic think. good? I didn't think Michael Vick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was good. He, was he wasn't read. hard to read, though. No. Nah. Mike just played. Yeah. He just played. It's like he, a video game. Yeah, he. He, he played. He didn't sit back and read nothing. His arm was so strong. He believed that he can hit every hole in every pocket. So, was it, who was the best passer of the ball that you've, that, that you've seen? Passer? Yeah. Uh, 
Like just so impressive, whether it's a long ball, short ball, he could just do Aaron Rodgers. Really? Aaron Rodgers. Behind him, probably I've seen a lot of quarterbacks. Mm. How about the guy who looks like Will Farrell? <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Ben, ben yeah. <laughs> Ben, he had a long release. <laughs> I think he does. No, he was good. Ben was good, but he he wasn't the one. Like maybe uh, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, well, how about, how about I know I'm missing somebody. How about this kid? Now I I don't know where he's gonna how he's gonna do, but I think I mean I think he'll rebound. I think he'll Giants quarterback. No, I think that Danny Dimes is. <laughs> He may be uh, trading in dimes, uh, converting coins for cash uh, soon, but he's not a – I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a backup, but I don't think he's a starter. I think the Giants will be shopping for a new quarterback. But I was going to say Deshaun Watson. I think he'll D4. bounce back. D4 is nice. I like D4. Oh, yeah. my bad. Um, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. yeah. I think he'll. I, th- I think he's going to have a, a, a bounce back, um, and I think he'll be better than he was. Um, because I think he's got a lot to prove. Um, chip and, on his shoulder, right? Yeah, well, I think he's got it. Not just a chip, but I, mean, I think you know he's he's a young kid, just a young kid, and you know you make some mistakes and things happen, and you you, you got to move on. But you gotta you're always going to have that like that scarlet letter uh, on, on you your back. Are you good on time? Huh? Are you good on time? It's three forty-five. I'm just checking. I hear you. So you know, so that's that's all I'm saying is I, I think that he'll he'll um he'll do something. And I think that um Saquon it will have to find a new home. I don't think he'll be with the Giants this year. I just don't think you can pay him what he thinks he's worth. He's still on his rookie contract though, right? Yeah, but this is his fifth this is his fifth season. So yeah. they they have to pick up the option. Uh but why are you gonna you know, I don't think you pay a kid that hasn't been healthy enough to be on the field for yeah, I don't think he's been on the field maybe two years out of five. Him. He's a great kid. Yeah. Great kid. But, you know, his history is just he's been injured, injured, injured. But and, let me ask you this. So if he if he's not trying to break the bank, would you keep him around? Yeah, I would. But I think that, you know, you have to you have to look at it from his perspective and he thinks he's a talent. And he is a talent, but is he worth what, what he believes think? he's worth? I think he he's nice. I, I, I like him. I like. I think he's a good player. I just think he need to stay healthy. But can you? But can he, you pay a guy and off he, of that? No, I, I I wouldn't. Like you have to prove to me that prove to me to play a full season. Other than the rookie year, we was fresh. Right. You know. Um. I don't know what happened after that. Maybe he hit the rookie wall. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not gonna speculate. I mean, leave that alone. when, I, when but, I look at Saquon, I just think that he's one of those kids that. He wants to give you everything he's got when he's in between the lines. And because he gives you so much effort, he makes himself maybe a little bit more vulnerable to take a hit that maybe he's not necessary. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, one thing about running backs, a lot of running backs like um, don't avoid hits. Like they like to try to run you over. You know, um, think about LaDainian Kyle. Thomaslin. Yeah. Ladainian, he was like one of LT was he's one of the best that ever do it. A Hall of Fame right now. He never took a big hit. Frank Gore, he gonna go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's my dog right there. That's my man. He never took a big hit. The the thing is, you, 
don't take the big hit. You don't have to. A lot of these guys, they come out and they try to run. I'm not saying Saquon do this, and I'm just talking in general. Are they just trying to prove themselves, maybe? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Fournette, I mean, if you're Derrick Henry, Fournette guess what? Fournette tried to do it. Fournette, <laughs> That's I know Fournette does it a lot. Derrick Henry, if you're Derrick Henry, guess what? You are the you are the hitter. Yeah, he, yeah I mean, he really you just you just that that locomotive that says if you stand in my line of, if you stand in my path, I will make a post. Mm-hmm. I will make a post. So everybody that I see Derrick Henry running toward, they're like, you know what? Excuse me, because he's that guy. He's that guy. What was your hardest hit besides uh, Julio? Me G- yeah, yeah, give me your top five hardest hits. <sighs> I wasn't I wasn't a I wasn't a banger because I never I, I was more of a, a good tackler. Mm-hmm. Um but if I catch you slipping, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. Do you tackle on the legs? Um no, I'm going up top. I'm I'm meaning I'm I'm gonna hit you up here. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you up here. Can't run if you ain't got legs. Yeah, that is true. That's why I was a good tackler. But I'm just saying if I catch you I slipping. Because I see the younger kids now do going up and they can't to make oh no, no no yeah I, I I would I would go low sometimes it depends but when you're an NFL superstar oh NFL is different yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally different yeah. because like if I'm at safety and I got this guy running full tilt at me I gotta attack him up high but if he running away from me and I'm coming this way I go low okay. like there's different ways you got to think about it. you just can't tackle everything. it's different tackles right. gator tackle yeah faced up and all that other stuff but my top five. <laughs> Mm. Uh, Bengals. Uh, was it Ocho? Was it no? It wasn't Ocho. This was against a running back. I think. Uh, what was the name? Uh, Cedric Benson. I think he passed. Uh, no, he didn't. Cedric Benson. Okay. Um, so that's two. No, Cedric Benson is one. He's one to Seattle because what he's five. My top one was Julio. That was Julio. Um, uh, when we play, oh Bengals again. Um, Bernard, um, Bernard running back too. Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. Um, played for. I'm looking at him right now. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, running back, right before Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Mendenhall. Okay, yeah. we're yeah. Um, Mendenhall. Yep, Mendenhall. Uh, four, probably my fourth one. Everything. Target acquired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was it? Hmm. I don't know. Good tell. I, I didn't have that many. So he only we'll, has we'll come back. Yeah, he, he had four great hits. Were, were you a chirper though? Yeah, on I, the field? Just, I wanted to just ask that question. You guys go at it a little bit on the field, like talk shit to each other. That's all I do. Yeah, I oh, like yeah. that. Being I'm a safety, you gotta. Oh yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> you see players they're from the opposite teams and they're just like looking at each other, and I know they can't be just saying hi. Oh, no. Oh yeah, I'm talking. So shit. who who talked the most shit to you as a as a? Uh, oh opponent? shit! Oh man. Everybody. Does it affect you? No. I like that shit. You do? Because I'm talking shit back. Was it different, like, like coming from like a rookie's perspective than getting to be a veteran? Was like the shit talking different? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. I remember when I was a young cat and, and I started talking shit. I was talking shit to, um, 
Isaac Bruce. Him and uh, Tory Ho, I was at the 49ers, <laughs> and they was the greatest show on turf at the time. And I said something to uh, Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce said, look, looked at my number, he said, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you. So when you're talking shit on the field, is there anything that's off limits, or are you just trying to piss, you just trying to get in somebody's head? Now, I mean, it's a line you don't want to cross. You don't want to talk about somebody's mother and all the other stuff. I mean, I know guys that do it. Oh, because that'll probably get them really going. Yeah, because but because these are our peers. You know, we're going to see it. I'm right. going to see you at the right. Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. see you at the at club. The club yeah. I'm going to see you at the party. Right. I don't want to make it too personal, man. Right. Because it, it's all mutual respect at the end of the day. It's respect. Right. But I'm going to talk my shit. No, that, that's good. Who was the number one shit talker receiver-wise that you played with? Receiver? That I played with? Yeah. Or played against... I know Ocho was Des up there. Brian, Des, Des Bryant's up there. Ocho definitely was up there. I like Ocho. Um, I love Ocho. I so like God. Ocho. I don't know why. But how, how about Antonio Brown? Nah, he don't talk shit like that. He'll really? say something here and there slick, but he don't really. Really? Yeah. Like, he like before the game. Well, he does. He'll say his slick stuff and then just walk away. I remember we was playing, <laughs> playing against him with the Browns. And he came. <laughs> and I was pissed off. I was hot. He caught a pass. He said, I own you pussies. He <laughs> <laughs> said, you motherfucker. I was, I was hot right there. <laughs> but that's my dog. I got a mutual respect for him, too. Man. He, I like him, too. Respect He's with, uh, one of the Antonio. best to ever do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've never seen a Who's guy Plax a talker out. on the field or no? Plax be talking smack, but he, he don't. He, he, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Plax can't help it. <laughs> Well, he I think he said that his, his first when he his first game he was uh played against Deion Sanders, and he said he burnt Deion for a long. So you know, I, I'm sure Those Deion. Words did, back did, and listen, forth. I'm 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 assuming Deion was Deion wasn't one to back down. So if he took him for a long one, but Plax yeah. said you know he could always run. He said he said one thing about him, if you let him get a step on you, oh yeah, oh, he gone. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. That's what he said. He said um, Deion was like. Oh, um, I might not get them high as I used to. Oh, but they gonna get up. <laughs> said, my legs there, they ain't gonna get high as they used to, but they gonna get up. Now, was Dion as good as advertised mm-hmm. or better? Mm-hmm. And how about Darrell Revis? Mm-hmm. No question. So who do you, who'd you take? Um, different. Is they they were di- they had different games. I think Dion was way. I think Dion was at more. Was faster and athletic. I think Revis was more fundamentally and techni- technically sound. Really, Revis won't let you win in the first five yards. And if you think about it, the whole football comes down to those far- first five yards. And if you don't get off the ball as a I receiver, know. the time is off. The quarterback is like, "Take me so long," Ugh. and now he got to go somewhere else with the ball. And Reeves was like the master at that. Really? Yeah. So who I do you think see? that's the hardest position though, cornerback. It is. You got to keep up. You got to be the, the best athlete. We got to be as good as you are backwards as you move forward. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. We like, got yeah. So who who do you think is the best corner in the game today? Today? Yeah. Body of work wise, uh, I think Ramsey's up there. Yeah, he he's definitely up there. He's definitely up there. 
Um, God, they're but so, I like, so talented. I mean, how do you even pick? I like Xavier Howard. He's good. I like him. Oh, listen, I mean, the, 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 all these guys are phenomenal. I mean, I, listen, I, 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 if I don't bring up this one name, then... I, I, the young kid from Green Bay, I also like him. He's good. Yeah. But if I don't bring up this one name and, and get your thoughts on him, it, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the show. Sean Taylor, how good? Oh, Sean Taylor's that deal, man. Like, he... He... Well, watching him... At, when we played them, when I was in San Fran and he was in Washington, I think he, just watching him just move around that big. And back then the shoulder pads was like, so it made you look even bigger. And he was just phenomenal. I don't know how he was as a person, as a, uh, as a man, you know, but the player that I saw, yeah, he Hall of Fame material, no question. Yeah. I mean, that's a Pla- Plaque said that uh, they were friends, but he said that when um, when he lined up on, against him on Sundays, don't come across, don't come my way. That's how he is. Don't come my way because yeah. uh, there's no friendship. Yeah, no we boys, but I'm a. If you come across his middle, you are gonna pay for it. Yeah. Don't you guys? Don't you guys? It's just amazing to me. But don't you guys ever like? Maybe got to take that edge. I mean, you ever play against somebody that's your a real good friend of yours, and you like? I know. I I did. I learned my lesson. Brian Westbrook, I'm playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm I'm at safety, um, and. Brian Westbrook, that's my dog. We played together. He was at Villanova. I was at Delaware, rivalry schools. And he came across, he came through the middle, got a handoff from Donovan McNabb, came through the middle, untouched, just screaming at me. And I'm at safety, and I'm like, shit. Because he can either run past you, he can shake you, he can do a lot. So I'm like, all right. So I saw him, and he started run towards the side. I'm like, good. So I'm just running next to him. Just about to push my push him out of bounds. I didn't want to tackle him because I didn't want to miss it. I was the last line of defense. <laughs> and he just said, he looked at me, he's like, he didn't look at me, but we kind of caught eye. He was like, boom, he stiff on me, right in my chest. And I was like, he ran and scored the touchdown, 78 yards. And I was like, I and I didn't take it easy. But you didn't play it like you normally would have. But I took it easy because I was, I was a young pup. I think that was my second year in the league. And I'm like, and I, and it was the first time a running back just climbed on me like that. And I didn't know whether to dive at his legs and tackle him, just push him out of bounds, grab him. I didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So he ended up stiff on me and scoring a touchdown. Then after the game, he said, yeah, that's all. That's their revenge from, from Delaware. Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. But, but, um, Mentally, it 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 messed with me mentally, and it gave me the mindset like, you know what? I don't care if you my boy, I don't care if I know you. You come across this middle, I'ma smack you. You come through that hole, I'ma smack you. I know what to do now. Sometimes you gotta fuck it up to get shit right. Yeah. Okay. And I and I and I fouled that one up. Well, no, that's that's, that's, that to me that's big. But you learned from it. It's all good, but I gotta move. You gotta go. Okay. Yeah.
Mike, this was awesome. I'm Mike, thank you. Right, <laughs> you know what? All I can say is I appreciate the fact that you came in, spent some time with us. Would you come back again? Uh, yeah, come back. You would? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to talk to you I about kids just in general and recruiting and all of that. Yeah, I think it would be good. I do that. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, no Mike. doubt. Appreciate listen, it. We, t- today we had the great Mike Pops Adam. I mean, we, 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 we ain't going to let out here. Nickname is Pops, and uh, we know why. Respect. <laughs> Later. All right, baby.